You're listening to the 405 Exchange Podcast. My name is Ken Grandpierre, and this episode is with Shout Out Louds. They're one of the most important bands to come out of Sweden, and their latest album is a firm reminder as to why. The album is called Ease Your Mind, and it's a beautiful album that has big and intimate songs that rush vivid imagery into your mind as you listen to each one. It's definitely one of the standout albums of the year, and it was a massive pleasure getting to chat with Adam and Ted of the band ahead of their sold-out show in Brooklyn. This is the 405 Exchange of Shout Out Louds. Enjoy. So when it came to making um, Ease Your Mind, when do you feel like you knew it was going to be a different body of work than your previous records? Like, do you feel like there was a moment within making it when you realized this was different? I think you kind of realized that re- even before starting, that you yeah. kind of want to know, you want to make something different. That's kind of part of making a new album. It's kind of like, let's make a new one and let's make it this way instead. Or, I mean, yeah, feeling wise. We, we set some, not rules, but we set some, we had it, we talked like the vision of the album a bit before. Um, well, the, the album, I mean, they're not too different from each other, but I think uh, every album is a reaction from the old one, and Optica was recorded, written, and like, arranged in the studio for like about two years, back and forth, and for, for about two years, yeah. And it was, we just talked about, we don't, we want to be do a quicker, uh, and a more recorded, jam. Yeah, yeah, we wanted like more of a band, warmer sound than Optica. And going back, listen to Optica now. It doesn't sound that cold, but we just, we just, uh, um, yeah. No, do, do like a. It was this piece of my mind was recorded. Uh, a lot of songs were recorded live, and yeah. so we wanted. To we had a lot of words that we were throwing uh, throwing out. Yeah. That we wanted to work towards, but then one one night we sat at your studio, mm. and we just kind of played. We we're like, oh, let's just whatever, try a song and, and, and something. And you started playing, we got the grunge riff, remember at first? Yeah. <laughs> and then we just put that down and Carl just put a guitar on top and that was that is the, the foundation of that became Souvenirs, the last yeah. song of the East My Mind. And we just knew when we did that, like we just made like a, you know, a minute or something long, two yeah, minutes. Just a loop that we Like a little to. loop, but we knew like, okay, this is something that we want to work towards and like, this is how. You know, so it just kind of set the standard. It's usually like that because we had recorded four songs like that six months before that, but didn't really feel right. And yeah, then we when we session. did this, we're like, boom, this is exactly what we're gonna work towards. And then we wrote Jumbo Jet very quick after that. Yeah, yeah we went in because uh, we went away from from the city like uh, an hour, two hours outside of Stockholm to uh, my parents' country house. Whereabouts? Um, I'm quite familiar with Sweden. Oh, it's Alfian. Oh, okay, yeah. I've been to uh, Vostro, Stockholm, Norshipping, and uh, Mamma. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's towards Norshipping, but it's like yeah. a little bit more inland. Yeah. yeah. Flat and real boring landscape, but it's nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's nice, just pastoral, right? With like lakes and... Yeah, uh, it's very... Yeah. I feel like, like a, um, there's a lot of farms and stuff. Yeah. 
But it's more a movie that's not the landscape that is born, the town is born. Oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, right. But this is what's funny. I feel like throughout my life, um, I, so I lived in Sweden at the end of 2013, mm-hmm. uh, oh, between really? Stockholm and Gothenburg. Yeah, oh, yeah, one of the best times of my life. I miss it every day. And oh, like, wow. Where? No, uh, no, no. Like, I went to Norrköping for a bit, but it was mostly between uh, Stockholm and Gothenburg. Like, I, both the cities, like, a couple weeks at Gothenburg, oh, then Stockholm okay. back and forth. Okay. But something that's been a constant before, during, and after living there is every Swedish person I know finds Sweden to be so boring. <laughs> it to be such a beautiful place. Well, especially, I mean, it's beautiful and, and great in so many ways and easy to live. It's yes. easy to live there. Yeah. That's one thing that strikes me every time like we're in New York City now, which is like romantic and great in so many ways, but you see how, how people struggle. You know? yeah. It's a lot of work to live here. It's expensive. People say Sweden's expensive, but yeah, not compared to New York City. No, it really isn't. Like, and like, we don't have to pay for you know, dental and health insurance, all those things that you have to pay for here. You have to fight so hard here to kind of just keep an okay standard of living, yeah. which in Sweden is like, you don't have to work half as hard. That's the thing I noticed when I was there, at least in terms of just like, it felt like a place where everything made sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's easy to, it's small. It's like, you, you know, it's, you can walk your kids to preschool and that's yeah. free. And, that's amazing. You know, here it's more like, nannies and yeah. you can't take time off you only have five days of semester but tell me this you brought up something interesting when you were talking about uh, the making of Ease Your Mind with how it started <laughs> you brought up the aspect of how it started with an Adam studio so you have a studio how long have you had a studio? Uh, I, I had it for three years now I think yeah. it's in uh, that's my studio yeah that's our front house um, um, it's um, it's a, it's a yeah um I got this, it's very in the central of the city. You know the yeah. uh, the Royal Theater? Yeah. By the water, it's just like two blocks. It's a great location. That's amazing. But I share a room like this this size um, yeah. uh, with, uh, with an old friend of mine. So we... They have another. No, I mean, yeah. yeah but it's more like, <laughs> like a, so there's more like, more pop producers and uh, other musicians. You know, so um, well, what I do there is a little bit different than what everybody else is doing. So yeah. they can sometimes like, oh, come into my room, like, what are you guys doing? And so, Weird. It you know, <laughs> doesn't sound pop, you know. No, but um, um, no, it's a it's a great place. Uh, it was actually uh, now where we have families, um, we have kids. Um, we it's a, we, at first before that I was just home, writing at home, and so I, I love coming to that place and be more focused. And um, I, I've done a lot of demos there um, that end up on the album, like. Um, Two songs on the album called Angel and um, No Logic was uh, a lot of stuff was demos were done there in my studio and then sent away to our producer who yeah. sort of put everything together. Does it feel quite cathartic as well? Because I imagine like when you start a band and when you go through you know the first couple tours and all the early days of being a band, I imagine the idea of having a studio base where you could create stuff is kind of yeah. like very omnipresent. Like it's kind of trippy being able to have that. We've always had a rehearsal space too. Yeah, we which do. Is close, you know. Which it's in great location, and you know we always want to even we want to keep that place, but it is super so small. small, and just now lately there's a restaurant next door. Or even like a nightclub, and they have their, their dishes. Oh, you know, yeah. It's like humid in there. Fishing ships, like in the afternoon. Oh, and God. So it's great to go in and just practice some stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's, but I, I would love for us to have like more of a, like a bigger space to do to, to stuff. 
that we can spend more than two hours before we suffocate. Yeah. Or <laughs> but it is a good one we're renting from the Swedish Navy too. It's very cheap. It's oh, that's amazing! And it's yeah. a funky. It's big up to the Swedish Navy. That's amazing. yeah. It's a funky, uh, <laughs> funky setup. But you know, no, yeah. But it would be great to have like that, like the whole thing, like office. You because Ted's doing a lot of film editing and filming and stuff, directing. So yeah, it would be great to have that sort of a creative space. Like um, that's but, awesome. Uh, but we'll we'll see. You know, something that really struck me with the album after I was fit, like, I think it, like, the thought came to me while I was listening to the album, but I also had this thought afterwards was that the title was so fitting. And people always ask about titles, but what I'm more curious about isn't about why it's called Ease My Mind album. It's more in regards to curiosity if the title came first or after the album was done. Because I felt like it's so fitting within the context of the album. Um, it came during, actually. Yeah, yeah we I didn't have it when we started it, really, no. No, uh, we uh, we had different titles, but we, we talked about like how we want the album to be like warm and almost like a light in the tunnel, like uh, our escapism, our place, our haven, you know, and then like the music should be warm and like, there's a Swedish word called halit, which means like, lovely, lovely, like, but in a more like, ah, soothing, like we just, we, we and, and we talked about that, but then when when we came up with the title, it became a more, um, a little bit more serious in a way that we were really like, oh, this is this music should really like ease your mind, like what what is, and, and then we started talking about how the world is and like um, how this feel like a um, dystopic instead of word, yeah, you say dystopic. Oh, like dystopia? Yeah, a little bit. Like now the world, you know, it feels like a scary place right now in with the environment and it's really interesting you bring that up though. And I I don't say this just to say it because you're in front of me, I mean it like wholeheartedly, but I very much remember the experience of listening to the album the first time I did, and it really did take my mind off just the world. Yeah. Like that's great. That's great. Yeah, and that's a lot of it just kind of escape. Yeah. I, I just like, like feel good for a bit, you know. And I was when I, I remember I was sitting like on the bus away uh, on the way to the studio, and I was we worked it hard, and and I couldn't even have the energy to pick up a magazine or look at you know, you know uh, news online because I was like I was so felt so heavy like so what and I thought to myself what what do we want what is what do I want now what what is the single thing that I, and it's just like he's he's my mind he's mm -hmm. like that's ease I just want peace you know yeah. within and everything around like just and that, that sort of set the tone with the album and the artwork and them stuff you know and we really enjoy also being back together as a band and so we had it was a good vibe and it still is it was really good to have you guys back i was curious and like i was going to ask this a bit later on but i guess we could just jump into it i would i mean I, I work with a lot of, I've worked with musicians loads over the years and something that annoys me a little bit, not with musicians but with people, is that I find it annoying sometimes when you guys take breaks, then you come back and then people right away go like, why do you take a break? But mm -hmm. it's like, after touring, how can you not? Like yeah. after everything you put in. And it's actually not, I mean, it was a little bit of a break as well, but things take time too. So some people think it's like from the, the, the count of the day when the last album was released yeah. to the day the next one's released and it's ridiculous it's a lot of stuff in between there it's like it takes it touring first and then recording the new album and yeah. like also like we had like six months when the album was mastered yeah in order to like set up interviews make vinyls it's like yeah. that six months is just like yeah. all that legal stuff as well yeah, all the legal stuff thing. so it's like yeah. the album was you know it takes a at least a year to make an album you know so that's just another 
But yeah, that wasn't yeah. the time off. But we had some time we took, off. We took, uh, we took like six months after the last tour. We did 18 shows in 18 days Blood. in Europe, like Italy, Spain, all over. And it was it was fun, but everyone was exhausted. Um, and there's so not even took, time to think. What? Oh, is this like within uh, like a schedule like that? There's not even time to think. No, no. I mean, it's just... Uh, you just go for it. This time we've talked about uh, going home or rehearsing in December and maybe try to record something. Next yeah, we, we, we have a plan to probably not a whole album, but no, but it, like an EP. There's some songs on the album that didn't end up in an album that needs to be reworked, but mm-hmm. the, the, the foundations, the ideas, and the lyrics are, are there. But and um, there's new songs sort of that we're working on a bit. Like That's great to see that the creative spirit is like kind of like still the fire of it is still on, even though yeah. the album's out already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully get not too tired after this tour. So really <laughs> I specifically want to ask about Jumbo Jet because that's my favorite song off the record. I feel like it's a big turning point for you guys. And it was also, if I believe, if I remember correctly, it was the first song you guys released of the record, was it? It was, we released OO. It was first. Oh, was first. Uh, and then Jumbo Jet was second. But it was like the time in between wasn't that, like, there wasn't that much time in between, I don't believe. No, right? no, it wasn't. That so yeah. Interesting. What was it, do you feel, that made it... I mean, it sounds like an obvious single, but I wonder what the conversations were amongst you guys about being a single. And did it feel like a different song for you guys? As I mean, for the listener, it definitely did, but I wonder how it felt for you guys as people who made it. Well, first of all, we chose OO as the first song because it had that energy and it had something that didn't sound... Uh, both, I mean, both of the songs, we, we wanted to release songs that didn't sound like the, the last album, Optica, had a different vibe to it. We all liked that song a lot, and mm. we wanted to... to it represented the album a lot, like it, it had more of an organic, more sort of dreamy, sort of that, 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 uh, just, uh, I don't know, we just sit down and talk which one everybody likes and just, I, didn't, I don't think we did a vote. No, <laughs> I don't think we did. No, but we did, but there was a couple, there were a couple of songs that were, that we, a couple of songs or three or four songs that we thought about these, these are good songs to release until the album's out, you know, mm-hmm. sure. show, you know, sort of all the sides I guess was, uh, sometimes you get stuck like people only hear the singles and, 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 and particularly this album I think yeah you kind of want to present like yeah. a like a array of a few songs that sound a little different from the album so yeah. for the people that doesn't like hear the whole thing well what's interesting to me is just from like the way you guys released albums before and the way I've seen you talk about music uh, over the years in like different interviews and stuff you two definitely strike me as like album cut people, like for the album cuts when it comes to like the album songs, when it comes to albums. I wonder when it comes to your own album, Use Your Mind, do you feel like there's a song that's not a single that you really, really want people to hear? Like a song that... Yeah, for me it was Souvenirs. Yeah, yeah. Sure. that's my favorite on the album. And it's, yeah, he was so mad that it was... I mean, they put it the last album. on the track record. <laughs> Still Nobody, yeah, that, it's fitting though. Yeah. I, I, I think, think so, so too. If you listen to the vinyl, or, then it's great. But if like on digital platforms, people are not really hearing it. I don't think okay. as much. But you know, that's, yeah, uh, that's okay. You know, it's a, it's everything. It's yeah, you know, gamble with all of it. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, there's but somebody told me yesterday that they're like was feeling that Jumbo Jet sounded like a like a goodbye song. Really? Yeah. I didn't really know what, what. Like, um. Like, they're like, are you something you're telling me? Are you telling me now you're gonna quit? You're not gonna release any more records? That's like the, the goodbye song? There is like a. It's a weird because the lyrics are just the opposite. Yeah, but exactly. Maybe it has that. Maybe it has the sort of ending of a movie. It does. It kind of makes me think of like an old Hollywood movie credits role. Yeah, that yeah. Type of the vibe or something. Yeah, but it was just interesting. Huh. He, yeah, he was sure. He's like, 
feel like you're, you know, you're saying goodbye. I mean, and what? yesterday, Beban on stage just made a mention about what just happened here a few days ago because of you know, the terror attack and stuff like that. And oh, he yeah. just gave us a bit of like, you know, we did souvenirs, which <laughs> made that song a different meaning and what it was about, you know. Yeah. It's fun how, funny how or weird that what you talk about and what you, what you're, what's in your head when you listen to the music, you know, mm. and, and, and that's, you know, uh, that's a good thing, you know. I, 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 there's some lyrics that I wrote that I thought someone else was singing. I, if I'm at a bar, like, oh, that's a great lyric, that's a great song, and they didn't end up singing like that, but then I used it, you know, for our stuff, and mm. I felt, yeah, I don't know if that was the answer to your question. <laughs> no, you definitely handled that. Like, you know, we earlier we talked about, like, the need for breaks and how the break between Optica and Easier Mind happened. Uh, I feel like the break that happened in between Optica and Easier Mind was quite con considerable. And I wonder, like, as the years go on, as the band, you know, grows and you guys get more experience, I feel like I already know the, the answer, but I'd love to hear you guys expand on it. Do you feel like breaks, in a sense, become more crucial just to, like, exist and to be a human being? Well, it kind of does for, for us because it's not, I mean, we love doing this and it's, but it's not really a full-time job financially. <laughs> so in that sense, it's, uh, so in that sense, it needs break because we kind of need to save up, you know, some money to go to tour and blow it on tour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not exactly. There's that. worse things to blow. That's the, yeah, absolutely. I mean, performing and playing music with your friends and travel the world, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's not work, it's fun. You know? so it's, yeah. So it's, so in that sense but I think also time isn't time something that kind of just goes faster the older you get at least it is for me yeah I think so too like before like a, four, a year was a long time now it's like you could be like oh we haven't seen each other in a year yeah but as soon as you get happens, stuff yeah. on iCal it's like okay years like yeah. one week yeah especially I release an album it's like oh it's gonna come out next August and it's like and then you tour Europe and then you tour you know, Scandinavia and then the US and then maybe you go back to Europe and then it's like okay now that's the, that year yeah. and I imagine some of the shows even become like a blur because of just like the, the frequency of them yeah for sure yeah sure. we're really? not doing as many as we used to so it's like but but uh, we're still pretty good at remembering because we yeah we still like not talk about the show itself but we always talk you know, we like because we're all friends. You know, we sit, we can sit and talk about stuff. There was like a with that silly game. Remember when we like we we mentioned like three venues. <laughs> oh, that was like Crocodile <laughs> Cafe, and then like then we, then we mentioned then, three venues, and two of them, uh, one should be uh, like, left one, out. Like <laughs> two had two had something, two has in something in common, and the oh, third like doesn't. So it's like a game. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so things like that, you know, so we're total geeks with that. So we remember a lot of, of the stuff because of that. But, you know. We haven't played that game. Not the venue game. The venue game. We should play the venue game soon. Yeah, now we do. Let's talk. Who you would, yeah, or who you would marry and have sex with or kill. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a good one, too. You know, tell me this, because of listening with uh, Ease My Mind, what's really interesting was it felt like an album where I could just turn on and find myself kind of like going along with the music. Mm -hmm. But it was also an album where I felt like the lyrics did leap out of, to, at me, which doesn't happen all the time. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, like, considering how long you guys have been together, is the lyrics something you find you guys discussing? Or do you guys just kind of leave out them to you it? You and Bevan does. Me and Bevan discuss lyrics. She helps me out, especially now the past Optica and I my mind. We, I started sending her stuff and we, we did it together. Um, um, 
we don't we don't really no talk the rest about of us the weekend we are not allowed to hear that to us really <laughs> no really <laughs> but not like that no, but we don't we don't really talk we, we haven't really you guys of course say when you don't like stuff yeah if there's it, it generally only if it's something that really is comes to mind but, but I, I I write a lot about about us I think I hope you um, on like on stage or even when we talked about earlier like how you how your vision of a song is different mm-hmm. from other others you know yeah, I think you guys are yeah we obviously have our own thoughts, own thoughts about the song and, and the more you play a song they take on a different kind of meaning and mm-hmm. role so some of them you don't really like know what they're all about anymore yeah you know what really intrigued me with Phase My Mind it also intrigued me because I did read a couple of interviews about or surrounding the album after it came out and I feel like I definitely caught on to this before reading those interviews but the interviews kind of like you know pinpointed a bit more was that there's a lot of songs that deal with love and I feel mm-hmm. like in the way you've been writing about love Adam and the way I love has been presented on this album mm-hmm. it feels very direct obtuse but also very there's a lot of imagery and a lot of like I feel like it's like very relatable imagery where it's kind of like you'll put people in the places and situations but it's kind of like we all can like whether it's like a playground or maybe a bar or maybe like a movie theater something like that what is it what was it like writing about love in this way for this record because it does feel very different and would you even agree with that because no, like, I, I, I find it interesting to sort of um, see myself in different different like obs, observing a lot is has a lot to do with my way of writing lyrics like uh, seeing other people and, and like try to be in their mind and, and also with my own memories and stuff so a lot of like the empathy of of, of, of trial you don't have any empathy <laughs> no but um, I don't know I mean, I just, I don't have a good answer to that. Um, you do write about love a lot. Yeah, but different kinds of love. And also, like, um, I, well, I guess it's just a big deal for me. Uh, I feel like what came across to me on this record, and uh, I mean, I'm 27, so still mm-hmm. relatively young and still a lot of things to learn in regards to love. But mm-hmm. I feel what's interesting in the way you were writing about love on this album is that it felt like being able to look back on exp- past experiences and mistakes maybe even, mm. but being able to look at it with a fondness of like, that was my youth and that was okay. Like, mm-hmm. a, like it almost felt like a form of acceptance. Yeah, and, and I can yeah, see how, and I also try to see how, if I write about an old... This album I was maybe more direct, like like the song Jumbo Jet is, is, is I, there's images for every sentence, like I know exactly. That, that's that's about um, you know uh, my first or my second trip down on, on our second tour in Australia when I went with my wife that now she lives with in Sweden she's Swedish but I met her in Australia so it it is like I know exactly I have an image for every sentence and, and I just well, just I wrote that really quickly and like just like the major parts and and also um, us going down there like travel so far away and, and so it was. And also even even the song "Throw Some Light" was, it, I just had a. It, I remember it, one on tour, on, t- <laughs> on tour came 
I don't know why I say Amsterdam. That song it has nothing to do with Amsterdam itself. But we did a show that came from a long, long US tour. Yeah. So I, I, I just focus on that day in Amsterdam when, when I was, I think we, everybody was so tired and then I made up a story about it and put some, I mean, it's, it's like, um, I don't really talk about that much about, about the lyrics, but this time I was I got more direct. Like I actually did laundry and I took a drink and I missed my friends and I, I just started writing all like really. Do, do you feel that was deliberate when you started writing it, or was it just something you noticed while you were writing within the moment? I just liked it. You know, what I mean, I just it just liked it. it, it the flow was was. On those few songs that that I that I used to fit the songs and fit as us, and I just felt like okay, I'm gonna sing about that day in Amsterdam, and 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 no, and I'm gonna you know, and it and there, but there's some songs that that was that was more of a of, of, of like uh, finding inspiration for like the crying game. I, I had this image in my head, and I wanted to. You know, then we I remember Beb and I sat for a long time like how should this story go? What happened? And we just dwelt. Stuff. Mm. So that was more of a creating or co-writing thing. Yeah, you guys have. A, you're going to be playing a show tonight here in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm looking forward to it because it's been how long do we say it? it's been four years yeah. mm-hmm. since the last time I've seen you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about the shows now, especially with the new songs in the live set? The new songs are really. Uh, we just came off a uh, European tour and it was. Really, I really enjoyed playing the, the new, new songs because they were, like I said earlier, they were, they were recorded live in the studio, so it's, they feel very natural. They feel really, like, mm. really good playing live. Uh, so we did play Bowery yesterday. Um, so we're gonna do a different set list today. Mm-hmm. Some new, some songs there. So how many of the new songs do you guys typically play on the set list? Oh, we play about five, six. Oh, six, six a good yeah, yeah, it's good. And I mean, yeah, maybe in in Europe it felt like people had heard it maybe a little bit more than they have here. But yeah, I mean we haven't been here in a while, so so, um, so uh, hopefully people have been listening to an album and, and yeah, so um, so yeah, I mean like it's for us, especially come over here. It's almost like a more of a like a road trip playing live. It's just like we have so many friends in different cities here, so it's just because you. It's far away from home, so mm-hmm. it's like it's like a, it's like a more of an adventure. Like yeah. we're like we focus on the music and and the playing live, but also like where should we eat tomorrow? Okay, Boston, we need to pick a place. We want to try the lobster, we get oysters. Like mm-hmm. we're like so um, for us, it's just the whole thing is. That's so, great that so you still great. allow yourselves to feel that way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's what makes it fun. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Sure. Before I let you guys go, I just want to ask one more thing. Thanks for taking the time, of course. No worries, man. Yeah, I really want to know. Like, I, I think it's been so great that you guys have been able to be a band as long as you have, especially in the way you guys could communicate. And it comes across on the records that you guys communicate so well. I wonder when it came to making this album, is there, was there an experience in making a particular song where you found you, yourselves being surprised? I wonder if, like, within being a band for as long as you guys have, you can still feel surprised amongst each other. And I wonder what that's like. Hmm. Hmm. I don't feel surprised that often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that doesn't mean never. No, that doesn't mean never, and it's maybe it's more like being surprised of your own um, your own uh, reflections or, or thoughts of people, like your own reactions, maybe sometimes. I can give you surprise, like why did I get angry there? I was like, mm. 
it surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, did you mean like the creative work when like we surprised each other of how that could be an example, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. or as a person? Or uh, I mean, all of it, but either way, fine. Or, yeah. And definitely no wrong answer in that regard, I don't think. We, I don't know, we've been knowing each other for like 25 years. God, 25 years. more. You're and I, yeah, you're and I, uh, 35. Oh. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm surprised, like, I still like every other, <laughs> but in a good way, you know what I mean? In a good way, I'm like, Shit, I really enjoy hanging out with you know. It's also a good thing for the breaks, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also not that we feel that we need it, but sometimes I think we do need it. But. Do you guys ever have talked? Have you ever talked to a little dragon, by chance? No, no. We don't. We don't. They're, they're from Glastonbury. They're from Glastonbury. Yeah, I don't. We met them once, but no. We unfortunately we did because they yeah. do a lot of shows over here. But yeah, yeah. Tour, uh, the reason I bring them up is they were on this uh, show. We did a talk, and yeah. at the start, I brought up the fact they've been a band for a while. And, not asked them a similar question, but in a similar vein. And Eric, the drummer, he was like, what was really interesting about making the most recent album was every day, he was like, why the fuck am I in this band? <laughs> <laughs> but they've known each other for years as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, like, yeah, that, yeah everybody. But that surprises me, but in a good way, like, I, I, I'm, I'm a, you know, um, pleasantly surprised that we, like, <laughs> that we, you know, Love doing this and yeah. like get along. You're like, shit. We had a great time yesterday. We were out and you know, I, I think yeah, actually yeah. And uh, yeah, for sure. In in the in the in our creative minds and music, I I I don't know. I don't have any answer for that right now. We. But you know what t that tells me, because it's so difficult for you to answer, at least to pinpoint it, mm -hmm. I think what that highlights to me, at least from what I know of people, it seems that you, would you agree that maybe you guys are so good at living within the moment? Because maybe that's what that is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. We're all pretty good at, at taking, uh, like, when curveballs are thrown our way, you know, if mm -hmm. they say, oh, that didn't happen, but this happened instead, it's like, okay, you know, we're pretty good with that. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's why also that most things have happened so you're not too surprised. That's true. Yeah, you know, this is going to come out in a couple of weeks, so it's not going to be a spoiler mm -hmm. if you answer this, but mm -hmm. I really feel like I have to ask you for your own sake, but yeah. is Souvenir's on the set list? Yeah, it is. Oh, nice one. Fine yeah. idea. Well, you know what? <laughs> we actually talked, we played Jumbo, Jumbo Jet yesterday. We might change that tonight, but... You have to. <laughs> it's my favorite song. You can't not play it. <laughs> And it's a single, what are you thinking? You uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we have no respect. <laughs> Fuck the crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, single. Nah, yeah, yeah, but I, I, we, we haven't said the yet. No. But you know, I think that's what's good because honestly, I was talking to a friend of mine who's also going to be here tonight. We're talking about the show, your shows, like the one you did last night and the one you're doing tonight. And we talked about what's really particular about your band, which I think is really cool, is that I feel it's safe to say anyone who would be at a shout out loud show, like in the crowd, has definitely heard an album inside out or has heard a previous album inside mm -hmm. out so that's yeah. really like you're not the type of band where people go over just one song it's yeah like an album so well i think i i because we have we were like the first album over here got really like big and we got a lot of tours we supported big bands and 
But we always like, kept, was, there's still a lot of friends that stopped playing or bands that when we started on our run anymore and some got huge and like, I think we always like, we had been on sort of the same level and just like having got smaller or bigger. I think we just have a, like a, hopefully like a, a good, you know, fan base that, yeah. that really like spend time with us, you know, so yeah, that it feels great. So, but we might have to play Jumbo Jet tonight. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Shout out, love. Thank you. Thank you so much.